the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4 and you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. How are you doing? Thanks for listening in. Beautiful rest of the afternoon and evening in store. Plenty of sunshine, just a few clouds, 86 the high, clear skies tonight, low 61. Tomorrow, sunny, high 80. Plenty of sun on Sunday, 84 the high. And Monday, you'll never guess, more sun. Might get a few clouds. Don't hold it against me. I have nothing to do with it. 84 the high again on Monday. Phillies, their uh, season is taking a bright turn. Six and uh, six to five win uh, last night in ten innings. They're actually down five four, tied it in the eighth, and one in the tenth on an Alec Bohm uh, sacrifice fly. They're at the Mets tonight, starting at seven ten, and not to be outdone, the Flyers said an extra inning. Phillies and Washington, an extra inning. Peshaw, let's uh, let's really do this up and play a lot longer. How about double overtime for the Flyers and Islanders? Flyers win 5-4, to four, tying their playoff series at three games apiece. Carter Hart, 49 saves, a busy man the, the last night. Ivan Provorov uh, with the game-winning goal in overtime. Game 7, therefore, tomorrow night at 7.30. What I think trumps both of those, as much as I'm a Phillies and Flyers and Philadelphia sports fan, is Trivia Thursday yesterday. The guys against the gals, it was a nail-biter. Till the very end, and the ladies pulled away to win, eleven to six. So the ladies have a, uh, a four games to three advantage in the season series, which started in March. I don't remember why we didn't start in January, but it is what it is. Four three ladies ahead after a fine contest yesterday. We do trivia Thursday, guys against the gals, where folks call and text in the first Thursday of each month, so you can mark it down from now. Lord willing, I always say Lord willing because you never know what the future holds, but if the Lord allows us to keep doing the program and all that one day at a time, well, then uh, we hope to do it the first Thursday of each month. By the way, it's just occurring to me, today's the 4th of September, and uh, we started this program on the 6th of September, if I have my date straight, 2018. So we turned two years old on Sunday kind of right in the middle of the holiday weekend. So I guess I'm mentioning it now. This is the final program of our second year. So we're still cute. We can crawl. We can walk. We can run around a little bit and uh, like that. So Lord willing, it's coming Tuesday or Monday, whatever. Yeah, we'll have a, we have a special presentation, actually, this coming Monday in conjunction with uh, Pastor Greg Laurie and a new beginning. They have a feature called Rush of Hope. You've been hearing about in the station. That's going to air this coming Monday, 4 till 5. Then we're back at it on uh, Tuesday, starting year three. So you're interested. Help yourself to the podcast. We should have a cake or something. If you um, 
want to check out the podcast of the programs, we have on our homepage, WFIL.com. You can scroll through. You can subscribe. You can do all kinds of things. It's true. Uh, today is our famous Friday show, and it's famous for lots of reasons. Well, actually, we never really know why, but it turns out that way. And this time around, I have an inkling. We, uh, You know how Sesame Street used to be brought to you by the letter or whatever and the number this and all that? Well, today, if we were doing that, it would be brought to you by the letter G because our first guest in a moment who uh, joins us every now and again, the one and only Gary G. Cobb, former Eagle, longtime sportscaster, going to be hopping on in a second, uh, to be followed by another G, a gentleman named G. E. Smith. He used to be the lead guitar player for Philly's own Hall & Oates, and he has a, an album out. He wound up being the... the um, band leader for Saturday Night Live for about 10 years after wrapping up with Hall Notes. And uh, he has an album out. And so we, we'll play a track or two from that, chat with him for a little bit. And we cap today's program off with Now That's Punny, our fun pun segment. And if that wasn't enough, I want to open the invitation to you to text in at 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. We have some gift cards we'd like to hand out. They're nice and simple, $5.60, enough to get yourself a hoagie or perhaps a couple of donuts and coffees or water ices, whatever, because you can pick if you want one from Wawa, from Rita's, from Panera, or from Dunkin'. So I'd like to give away a number of those. So feel free to just send a quick text with your name, and if we pick you out, we'll text you back so you can send your address and we can mail it out to you. Those gift cards courtesy of Briner Chevrolet, by the way, in Jenkintown. We're grateful for their partnership one other thing before we have gary cobb join us want to remind you our partnership with save the children which just started a little earlier this week continues along and if you want to help out it's 888-884-4836 the focus this time around is on u.s school children save the children has actually been working around the world for over a hundred years in 125 countries at this point including the u.s and due to coronavirus and all that, and a lot of the schools not being in person or partially in person, whatever, a lot of U.S. school children who depend on the breakfast lunch program can't get access to that food. Uh, so I just, not everybody, but some some are still able to. In fact, where I live, just got an email last night that they're going to make that kind of thing work, which is wonderful. Uh, but a lot of folks, uh, the 12 million of the 30 million in the U.S. do not have access. So not only breakfast and lunch, but beyond that, even when they had that, they didn't have dinner as part of that. So this is actually, whatever you can do, will help provide breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The uh, The way you can think about it is $10 a day. So whatever you can provide, uh, we were talked about $100 would cover 10 full days, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for our U.S. school child, just to buy them some time until hopefully they can get back into school and have access to those resources. And, and a little bonus is the fact that your $10 per day would would add dinner to the mix as well, not just breakfast and lunch. So uh, you can help out either by calling 888-884-4836 or go to WFIL.com and click the Save the Children banner. Thanks to uh, all those who have done that already and those who will. We'll keep you posted. I'm gonna, we've had a lot happen this week. I have a chance to kind of tally things up and give you an idea of where we are. But this is a little bit more of an open-ended thing as opposed to a specific goal per se. You know, hunger's it's there the next meal, the next day at the minimum. You know, you'd like to have something to look forward to uh, day by day. So uh, that's part of the beauty of it, part of the challenge of it. So don't be discouraged. Help out as, as you can. And uh, 
Thank you again from Save the Children and WFIL. So all that said, it is time to bring on someone who we have not had on for quite some time, and we're glad to bring on board again, talk a little uh, life, talk a little Eagles, with the season coming up starting a little over a week from now. Uh, first things first, Gary G. Cobb, longtime Eagle NFLer, former, uh, well, not former, sportscaster, broadcaster, and a lot of things uh, joining our program. G, how you doing, man? Well, uh, I'm doing well. Um Dealing with a lot of things, I guess everybody else is dealing with, uh, with you know everything with the pandemic and the, the changes in um, schedules and in uh, protocol and all the things you know uh, that go on with that. So um, been changes, but I'm I'm doing well, you know, staying in in good spirits and uh, you know keeping a good attitude, at least working, <laughs> making sure to keep a good attitude towards everything because this has been uh, 2020 uh, won't soon be for be forgotten when it's over so <laughs> yeah the key, the key word in there was attitude you know today would have been my mom and dad's 70th wedding anniversary uh, mm-hmm. my mom passed uh, about five and a half years ago so they they were married 64 and a half years but there was a song by a contemporary Christian artist a guy named Kenny Marks and he had an album, at least, or at least a, a big hit single that was called Attitude. It was a fun, energetic song. And it, the hook of it was like, it's a matter of your attitude, attitude, attitude. And when you said that word, I know if I, if you if my mom was listening to the show today, and she always used to listen to whatever thing I was doing on the radio, she would have been mm-hmm. sitting there going, she would have sung that song because she loved that song. And, uh, and, and believe it's really true that you can... Uh, my mom was not a... Um, uh, a forceful woman at all, except her, she was very a woman of character, and she could stick up for herself. But she she would just want to go uh, guide us along by reminding us of things like uh, how you can uh, have a good attitude and how choosing that can go a really long way. And I, I'm sure you know that firsthand with the work you do now, and also when you're a ball player uh, you know, with the Eagles and the other teams too. Well, it, it's an essential. It, it's pretty much a, it's an essential with everything you do because you know things don't just everything's uh, laid out where everything goes just right and you don't have uh, the ups and downs at times. And, you know, uh, everybody's dealing with different challenges. So it's all a matter of your perspective, you know, and that, and that has to do with attitude, you know? Uh, and so, you know, being thankful and, and, uh, and looking uh, for the good and, and, and uh, not uh, getting so caught up the way you, you put your, uh, your goals just in making sure that, you know, uh, Everything is just and so, and knowing that hey, there are going to be, you know, different things that you you uh, you face in life that you know everything, like I said, is not just designed the way you know somebody, let's say, in a movie would design it. But but uh, we just got to have the right attitude, and and uh, when you have that right attitude, one of the things is just being thankful because you know I, you can look back and just think so many things you have to be thankful for, and you know you you could do it to the point to where uh, you just don't have enough time. I know I was talking to my sister uh, earlier this week, and we were talking about that. You know, the way we started and, you know, the fact that hey, we've been able to enjoy so many things because, you know, I mean, I want to get into all the things, but, you know, we, we were born down south, you know, where uh, I don't know if you've ever been in an outhouse. <laughs> but there, there was no running water, you know. Yeah. We didn't have running water, and, you know, something that simple. Somebody say, "Oh, come on! What's the big deal about one word?" Well, I tell you what: live a while without it. See. <laughs> Get back to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, and, and um, how long was that true for? A lot of things. 
are, are just taken for granted, you know, in, in our uh, in our society. What, what did you, uh, how, how what long, did you say, that How long did you How long did you not have running water with, with the outhouse situation? Growing up, we 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 lived down south. This was a you know a house that my dad had built the house, but this till I was six. We moved north to um, we moved north to uh, to Connecticut when I was uh, when I was six, and and then you know we went to, we saw a lot of things you know. And Stanford was and, and the thing about it is we moved to this. You know, very uh, a, a lot of wealthy people lived in the area. You know, we, you know, we we weren't, but I went to school with kids that were, you know, um, some you know very wealthy, uh, you know, people. Because um, I remember going over their house, and you know, we're trying to get a black and white TV. You know, that was <laughs> whatever. That a lot of times the, the, there was static in it and everything. And, you know, they got three color TVs in their house. I'm going mm. like, wow. You know, but the thing about it is, you know. I was blessed with some with good parents, and they taught us about different things that we could do to, to uh, you know, reach our goals and do things that we never dreamed of, and 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 we've been blessed, and and uh, you know, from there to, to see the things I've seen and experienced, you know, it's it's amazing. Like I said, so wow. I, there's so much to be thankful for, you know, that I could just talk all day about that, <laughs> but you know, of course, it's very easy to forget it, and you can start griping and everything, but. But that's that's not a good attitude. And you know what? You don't enjoy yourself. You don't enjoy the day if you you know if you start griping and you get in the wrong attitude. So hmm. I don't I uh, you know make it a point to uh, try to you know catch myself and be thankful for uh, all the things that I've been blessed with. Amen. Gary G. Cobb, our guest, former Eagle, uh, NFL player, and longtime broadcaster in Philadelphia, and uh, you know it's funny you mentioned the outhouse uh, experience right now. One of our bathrooms is not uh, functional, uh, and we we need to get to work done. It's been that way for a while. And another uh-huh. bathroom that we have, the the thing's not working. Or we actually have to turn the the faucet thingy below the toilet to a you know, horizontal position so the thing fills up so you can flush. Then you turn it back. Otherwise, the water keeps running all day. And it's yeah. been this way for a while. I know we get a plumber in. Or it's probably not too complicated to fix, but, you know, money is not uh, just flowing out of our ears right now. So I'm like, but I remember, like, right now, even the, the idea of being thankful, at least it does run and, and we can flush it. We, but we do have this little inconvenient step we have to do right now. And even mm-hmm. having that, you can watch those things chip away at you and you can start to collect them in your spirit, so to speak, and feel, you know, like, ah, oh, there's another thing that's not. But to be grateful, being thankful uh, is, is truly a powerful thing. And, and, um, uh, just back on your attitude word as well. Uh, when you played with the Eagles, was there any player in particular that helped you as you were younger and coming in and all that with, with just understanding attitude or by then, you know, you've played a lot of football, so maybe you already had that part, part pretty good. De- well, de- I, you know, I, I, I would have to go all the way back to high school. You mm. know, I remember a quarterback we had, uh, a guy, he was always real positive. The thing was a John Darling, you know, and, and John, um, you know, I, I learned a lot from him. You know, just about the about the way he, the way he was always positive, and you know, and it, and it showed up in the game. So he would always be, you know, thinking that something good was going to happen each play, even if things weren't going well and everything. And and it really affected the team. You know, we we wound up winning a championship, um, and and I, I always remember him because I was a little guy, you know, young guy. I was when I was a freshman, so. Um, so what was I, uh, like, you know, uh, 13, 14 years old? And, and and I remember he was always very positive, which um, I really picked up from him. And 
And and again, you know, and he used to say, hey, you know, try to try to find something good to set your mind on. And that is the thing that, you know, as I said, it's not easy to do, you know, consistently because you can forget and everything. But you can find something good to set your mind on and uh, and be thankful for. And you, and you you'll find yourself having a good time and enjoying things. And before you know it, you're through this challenge that you're in. And the, and you can smile and, you know, and, and then, you know what? Having a good laugh, I tell you, you just can't say enough good about having a good laugh um, and, uh, you know, and not taking things so seriously. Hmm. Um, and, and that's all um, around. Uh, and as I said, you know, I know times people get all into it because there's so many people uh, dealing with challenges now with different things that have happened with the pandemic and people's businesses, um, you know, on the, on the, on the verge of going under or, uh, and, and really challenges financially. Um, it can, it can be where you just, you know, want to just let go and, 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 and really quit. But I encourage you don't quit. Hang in there. Uh, there another day is going to come up and you can continue to, you know, to be positive and look for the good and everything. And, and, uh, you know, uh, encourage somebody else and, you know, and uh, somebody come along and encourage you. So, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's um, it, it's kind of like, you know, if you, you get to be part of a team. And that's why, as believers, it's so good to bond with other believers, because there are times, you know, you need a pick me up. You need somebody to give you an encouraging word. Well, if you've got people that that, you, that are, uh, you know, brothers and sisters in the Lord, uh, and you can give them that encouraging word sometimes, and sometimes they can give it to you. That's all what it is to be part of the family. And yeah. uh, I, I, I love family because family has really helped me, and, and the Lord has really worked uh, through my family to, to bless me in my life. So uh, that's always, I, you know, good to be uh, looking for the good and looking to help somebody else and give them a good, encouraging word. Amen. And I'll do one right now. Folks, just tuning in. Gary G. Cobbs, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 says, Therefore, my dear friends, the whole previous verse is about Jesus coming down and becoming one of us and dying on a cross and being obedient all the way to death on the cross. Uh, but then verse 12 says, Therefore, my, my uh, one of my high school uh, uh, spiritual you know leaders with uh, our, our our youth group thing used to say if it says therefore see what it's there for <laughs> go, so go back right. <laughs> go back right. and see so the first verses of <laughs> Philippians two talk about Jesus being obedient uh, to the heavenly Father and not holding on to being God but coming down and becoming one of us and, and dying for us and being raised to, to, to life and then it says every knee you know will will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In verse 11, then 12 says, therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed and now, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. It is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. Do everything without complaining or arguing that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. So lots packed into those verses, including the idea that if, well, not idea, but the, the command to be doing things without complaining and, you know, instead be, let's be thankful rather than complain. Mm-hmm. And when you're, when you're, yeah. you, when you were, when you're thankful, instead of complaining, people are like, huh, what's up with that? 
and that helps you That's shine right. like a star in our, in our in our generation. So, good stuff there. Good stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Gary G. Cobb, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show. It's 421. Thank you for tuning in today. We'll take a quick break. Keep our conversation rolling. We also have G.E. Smith, the uh, the former lead guitarist of Hall & Oates. A lot of G's flying around today on the program. Uh, He'll be calling in. Also, uh, if you want to text the text line, we're going to be drawing some winners for gift cards from Duncan, Wawa, Rita's, and Panera. Uh, Just to name a couple of the entrants thus far. Karen. And uh, where's Karen from? Karen is from a long list of texts here from before oh i don't know where can't find the address anyway karen texted in she wanted to uh be part of it and we also have carol who texted in karen's from yaden there we go finally found it and carol from philly both texted in looking for a gift card and you know what i'm just gonna make you guys winners i'm not even gonna worry about it but i do need to know what kind you want so text that in courtesy of Reiner chevrolet our text line if you want to jump in the mix and possibly win one is 610 500 dove 610 500 3683. Just need your name and uh, if you have a preference, you can put DD for Duncan, although they're just going by Duncan now. You can put D. <laughs> and uh, what's the other? Rita's, Panera, and Wawa. Just indicate what you like and we'll make a number of winners before 5 o'clock. Back with Gary G. Cobb in just a second on the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 424 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Our famous Friday program rolling along. Gary G. Cobb, former Eagle. Played a little bit for the uh, Cowboys and the Lions, which we'll forgive him for. But has also been a longtime broadcast. You can find him at gcobb.com to G-C-O-B-B. Five letters. G-C-O-B-B uh, dot com. So, gee, um, on the football side of things, you had a chance to obviously play for many years and right here in this town for most of them. Uh, and the Eagles are getting ready for their season. I guess kickoff is a week from Sunday. It's at the 13th, I think, right, of September. Um, yeah. Taking on Washington. So what have you seen so far? Have you been able to get to a practice at, you know, at the Novacare Complex? Yep. or? Well, you know, they, they, um, you know, they, they got some, some talent they brought in. You know, I like the kid Jalen Rieger. Who's a young wideout they they brought in, yep. and um, you know Carson has been looking good and everything, but they just had so many injuries. <laughs> These guys have had injuries because uh, right now you know Carson is out. He's got like a you know a minor injury. He's going to be ready to play, but Rieger, the uh, the first round draft pick, he's probably going to miss the first game, maybe the first two games. He's a young wideout who is really promising, yeah. uh, fast, uh, strong, and. Uh, not not real tall, but he's he's got the uh, the makings of really being a a weapon for them. I and, think, uh, I think he's the one who said he plays like there there's another guy on the field. He he says I'm not the biggest, but I play like there. You have to defend two of me or something. I forget what the quote was. Yeah, well he's he's very he's very versatile and and uh, he definitely can make people miss out in the open field. He's got speed, uh, so you know so he's going to be a weapon. And you know they got Deshaun. Uh, hopefully Deshaun Jackson will stay healthy. Because, you know, he's just as fast as he, as he ever was. He's running by guys. <laughs> you know, he's, he's like a blur, man. This guy can run. So, you got him. Uh, Miles Sanders has been battling the injury. He's had a, you know, these haven't been serious injuries, but he's, they've been missing time. But he will be the key to uh, to the offense. Uh, Miles Sanders, 26, uh, from Penn State. 
versatile. I expect a big year out of him. He had a good year last year in his rookie season. He'll be even better this year. Uh, they've got a, they've got a, the talent, but see, they got a situation at left tackle though, and the situation at left tackle you had uh, Andre Dillard went down with a bicep tear. Yes, and you know they they had re-signed um, uh, big man. <laughs> um, Jason, uh, Peter. Jason Peters. JP. Yeah, they re-signed. Yeah, they they re-signed JP because at right guard uh, they had an injury with Brandon. Uh, um, Brooks, wasn't it? Brandon Brooks, yeah, Brandon Brooks at, at right guard. So, so what they're in a situation, they bring in Jason Peters at right guard, and then you've got Andre Dillard goes down at left tackle, and I think they're going to have to move Jason Peters over to left tackle, and um, you know they'll they'll uh, they'll be able to fill that hole at right guard, but left tackle they're going to have to put Jason Peters there, and the thing about it is Jason wants more money. He said if, if I'm going to move over there. Then you know he's got, he wants about four million more dollars. You know they they were going to play him three million to play guard, but he wants seven million if they're going to play him at tackle. So that tackle spot's I mean, the most. Would you say? Is, I mean, <laughs> the most important position in a way besides oh, center. Oh or? yeah, it's worth it's worth it. They got to pay him that money because <laughs> there's no way there's no way that they're going to go out there with Matt Pryor as the left tackle. I mean, there's no way they can let Matt Pryor start at left tackle because this kid, Chase Young, who's uh, the second pick in the draft for um, the Redskins, or, or not the Redskins, the Washington football team. I'm sorry. Right, right. <laughs> not the Redskins, the you're Washington not, football you're team. You're not going to be the first person to, to have to say, whoops, it's like writing the wrong year on your check in January. Yeah, you know that there are going to be a lot of people going to say that during the season. But, but anyway uh, – they're going to have to move Jason over there. And I think they should go ahead and do it. And, and I really would like to see Carson go in and tell uh, he go ahead and tell the, the coach and tell the GM, Howie Roseman, he could tell, um, uh, you know, uh, even Jeffrey Laurie if he has to. And, of course, Doug Peterson, the head coach, let them know, look, he doesn't feel comfortable with Matt Pryor over there. Because I tell you, Matt Pryor was letting Josh Sweat look like he's going to the Hall of Fame when he's trying to block him. So <laughs> well, he does for people to realize that that left Matt tackle that left tackle position, just so folks realize, I mean, if they're not super close football fans, I mean, that's that's like tight, let's say uh, Carson Wentz's blind side. I mean, if if if, the, if something's coming from that side and Carson can't see it, now you've lost your quarterback. I mean, that's that's, that's right. That's why they cannot afford to do that. Yeah, it can't that, be that a turnstile be over there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, so they they're going to have to give Jason that money. And, and they're going to have to fit it in. I know that they might have to pick somebody up later in the year, and they don't want to spend money. But, you know, Howie Roseman, he know, he'll know how to reconfigure the the, um, the salary cap and, and, and still be able to pay him. He's done it with everything else. So he, he can do it. And, you know, a, a lot of people say, and, and believe me, uh, when I was playing, we wouldn't have dared gone into the coach and tell him, look, you want us to play what? I got to get more money to do that. It would look like, but yeah, we're, we're going to give you some more money, all right. <laughs> so is that common? I mean, because when I I had I had heard about that, thinking like, well, you know, just I'm glad it, I'm on the team. I'll do whatever it takes. Like, oh, 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 hold on, <laughs> it, it's new, it's new, and and Jason is a special player because he's going to go to the Hall of Fame after he's finished. Yeah, and he, you know he's really close with uh, Jeffrey Laurie. He and Jeffrey are good friends. And I think they're going to try, and they're going to accommodate him. They'll have to put the money on uh, some way where it'll be, uh, you know, going to get paid next year or the year after that, whatever. 
they'll make sure he, he will get it. Uh, but but they're going to have to do it because they cannot risk getting Carson Wentz hurt in the first uh, game of the season. And the Redskins not only have this kid Chase Young, they've got other guys on their defensive line. This is going to be a challenge for the Eagles. And, you know, right now Lane Johnson uh, is not practicing. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting him to be back because they need him over because Ryan Kerrigan, who always gives the Eagles trouble, he'll, he'll be lined up against uh, Lane Johnson uh, or, or on the other side away from, from Chase Young. But, the, but the, uh, the Redskins, if they don't have anything else, they've got an outstanding defensive front. And they're going to put a lot of pressure on the Eagles and on Carson Wentz. And, you know, uh, the one thing Carson has, has had a problem with is staying healthy. And we cannot afford for him to go down. So they got to make sure they take care of him. Have you wanted to just jump on the field and, and get in the way so no one can knock him over? I mean, <laughs> it, yeah, it, I mean it, yes. I can imagine <laughs> yeah. as a former player, you there are moments of whatever parts of different games. You're like, I need a helmet. Give me someone, give me a helmet. I'm getting out there well, right now. <laughs> what, well, you know, I've been going through what sometimes I'm saying. No, 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 no. <laughs> Roll the ball away, Carson. Throw the ball away. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you know he's he he, uh, he doesn't see anything in the play. Nobody's open, and hold on to the ball. Hold on to the ball. You're going like, look, throw it away. We'll wait for the next play. But yeah. you know, of course, uh, players play with their instincts, but. They they got to keep him healthy, you know, if they want to have the year uh, that they're, they're capable of having. And yeah, uh, because they 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 got some good football players, but it, it's going to be a, a crazy year because they haven't really played a game yet, and so it's going to take a while for everybody to kind of get in the groove. And it's very important that they find a way to win games like this one against Washington that they're supposed to win. They've got to go down there and find a way to beat them. Uh, because Washington, you know, they're still trying to find themselves as well. But they've got all those talented guys on their defensive line uh, that they better make sure they go down there ready to play, especially the Eagles' offensive line, which is uh, which is kind of beat up right now. Yeah, no preseason. You've got to just uh, remember there there is no preseason. Don't don't ease into things as much as that's going to be tricky though, training wise, and you know, having that full blown regular season mindset when you didn't get a chance to really do a whole lot prior to that but that's what being a professional is about it's about adapting everybody's got to adapt you know this year especially everybody's got different things they have to do to to make it that's through. right so. you, you got to adapt and that's why you know some uh, veteran players that can step in and make sure everybody's going in the right direction and you know of course they got to be doing the right thing off the field as well as on the field so it's going to take a concerted effort and a team-oriented mentality uh, for them to win, because you got to be thinking about the team sometime when you're not at the stadium, you're not anywhere doing anything with football, but just uh, not going to the wrong places and going home and not, you know, uh, bringing the virus up to the stadium. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Gee, it's great talking with you, man. Enjoy the sunshine this weekend, and um, hopefully we can chat Welcome. again. Yeah, we can we can chat again, and one of these days maybe you can come and hang out in the studio. We could just have you in for the whole hour and. You know, co-host. Or I could do that. That'd be fun. I could do that. I, I know where you guys are at. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, God bless you. Keep up the good work there, and we'll catch up with you soon. All righty, Tim, and God bless you and your family. All right, Gary G. Cobb. Find him at gcobb.com. G C O B B dot com. Former Eagle, longtime Philly sports broadcaster, man of God. He'll tell you that's at the top of the pile. Glad to have him on board. He checks in every now and again. 
We have a quick break coming up, and then another G, G.E. Smith, former lead guitarist of Hall & Oates, Philly Zone, going to be joining us for a little bit. Forecast, real simple, sunny the next four days. High around 85 today, 80 tomorrow, and uh, 84 on Sunday and Monday. Phillies won 6-5 last night. They're at the Mets tonight. Flyers, double overtime win, 5-4 over the Islanders. Game, uh, game 7 that they force is now happening uh, tomorrow night at 7.30. Trivia Thursday, in case you missed it, gals beat the guys 11-6 yesterday. Quick break, back with more in just a moment. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to The Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 438 The Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in. The lead guitarist for Hall Notes back in the late 70s. The mid-80s, then musical director for Saturday Night Live for a decade, solo albums, and a new album out called Stony Hill with Leroy Bell. We'll bring on board G.E. Smith. How you doing, sir? All right, buddy. How you doing? Good. The pride of Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. That's me. Not too Another far. Pennsylvania guy. <laughs> Not too far from here. I guess it's about 90 minutes north of our station, so that's a neat concept. Yeah, the famous... Uh, New York, Philadelphia, Stroudsburg, Triangle. Ah, very good, very good. Well, well, congratulations on the new record. So, yeah, uh, you know, I was thinking, I took piano lessons when I was a kid, learned to read music, played note for note. My wife plays by ear. My son's a hybrid where he learned to read note for note. Then he joined the youth band at our church and learned to play chords and get the hang of a song quickly. I was curious for you. Uh, how you learned music in the early days, and has that changed for you over the years? Were you more of a note-by-note -note guy or a feel guy? Well, music definitely completely changed my life. I got a guitar when I was four, so I don't remember not having a guitar. Uh, by the time I was seven, I was playing, I was figuring it out and, and playing, uh, uh, you know, playing music. Uh, I always listen to the song and try to figure out the the song, okay. you know, figure out the chords and stuff. Of course, that was a lot harder when I was a kid, but now that I've been around a long time, I came up playing in the bars. Since okay. I was 11, I've been, I played in bars. And uh, playing in bars and learning all those different songs, that really helps you. Yeah, I bet. Just doing it. So that's how I learned. Over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you've worked with, uh, you know, I've had a wonderful musical journey, time with Hall & Oates, Saturday Night Live, uh, the solo albums, working with lots of artists over the years. Um, specifically, you know, and now recently with uh, Leroy Bell, how did your paths cross as far as it comes to, to doing this album, uh, you know, together? Did you know him from afar? Well, yeah. in January, in January of 2019, my wife, Taylor Barton, was listening to a playlist of songs that she got on Spotify or somewhere. And I hear this singer. And I go, who's that? He goes, it's this guy Leroy Bell from Seattle. I said, that's the guy. I've been looking for him for 30 years. That's the voice. So we contacted him, invited him to our house on Long Island in New York State. And uh, he came. He had just written the song America. And we just hit it off really well. We got along great. And uh, we were in the studio within two days of him getting here. We were in there starting to record the album. Yeah. Stony Hill's the new record. Um, had you looked to originally just meet and see 
you know, let's do a song or two together? Or did you actually come together thinking maybe we'll do a full album together? Well, at first, I just wanted to go in and record that song, America, because I thought it would stay great. And I have a friend that lives near, nearby that has a home studio, so it was easy. And uh, then we just kept going, because we really writes a lot of songs, so we recorded a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I put a couple in there. Me and Taylor wrote one, and uh, came out that we, you know, we got this deal with DMG Records, and, and here we are. Absolutely. Talk about the new single, if you would, Let the Sun Shine In. Uh, some artists like to leave the interpretation of a song perhaps up to the listener. Others are more like, here's exactly what it means. I don't know how you fall in between that, but I was listening through the song, had some observations, but I thought I'd throw it your way first. Um, well, to me, Let the Sun Shine In, what Leroy is saying is, you know, right here in the middle of all this bad stuff, going on, you know, the virus and what it's done to all of our lives and everything else, the political situations and stuff, we also have to allow the sunshine to come in. We've we got to find some happiness, too, in the midst of it, if we can. And that's, I think, what he's, what he's writing about in, in the song. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the verses seem to be kind of... Uh, challenging various folks on their thought processes, but then the the hook or the chorus seems to be more a message to everybody. Let the sun shine in, let the healing begin, let's spread it all around. So it, that's an interesting kind of juxtaposition of of the verses with the chorus. So um, yep, yeah, yep. A thing that me and Leroy talk about a lot is is that we're both kind of upset and sad that it's gotten so polarized in in America, hmm. where Whatever you believe, if I don't believe that, I'm angry at you because you believe it. You're angry at me because I believe what I believe. Hmm. You know, freedom cuts both ways, doesn't it? Yeah. You're allowed to believe what you believe, and I'm allowed to believe what I believe. That's, that's what freedom is supposed to be. But folks have kind of lost sight of that, and I think that, that Leroy tried to bring that back a little, too. G.E. Smith's our guest, lead guitarist for Hall Notes for years, has a new album, a solo album called Stony Hill, Leroy Bell. Let's give you a quick little sample of this. This is called Let the Sun Shine In. Quick break. We'll keep our chat going in just a moment in WFIL. Thanks for tuning in today. You might think you're something Talking about your principles let the healing begin And spread it all around Yeah AM560 WFIL It's Leroy Brell with uh, G.E. Smith, lead guitarist for Hall & Oates Interesting line there And actually something to it, I play it there Even though it made it on the surface Be like, what? But you have to be careful. Uh, if you're you listening to this radio station, there's a decent chance you're a believer and you, uh, you know, are engaged with the culture. You got to be careful how you come across. Uh, all of us need to be making sure that we're loving people as much as anything, not preaching at people. It doesn't mean you don't say what truth is and you don't share clearly and you don't uh, kind of water things down. But you also want to be careful that it's all based on uh, the love of the Lord and that when you're saying something to somebody else, perhaps it might be hard that uh, it's coming across in the right way with love as opposed to condemnation or judgment. There's much more to the song. Again, it's called uh, Let the Sunshine In. And I think what GE was saying there, uh, there's a lot to it. 
as far as uh, freedom cuts both ways. If you look up and, and do a little research on G.E. Uh, Smith as well, some of the uh, things that he's been involved with uh, have more of a conservative position. So I, I think he's speaking there from that side of things. So anyhow, quick break. We'll come back and uh, keep things rolling. Thanks for listening in today. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 448, the Tim DeMoss Show, former lead guitarist of Hall & Oates, Philly Zone. G.E. Smith, also musical director for Saturday Night Live, has a new album out called Stony Hill with Leroy Bell. One fun song on the album, Art Sick, I thought at first, poor Art, and then I realized, wait, that's not it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a fun, catchy harmonic. I almost thought Traveling Wilburys when I heard it for a moment. Just talk about that song and you know how that came to be part of the album. Oh, that's great. I, I, Wilburys, I hadn't thought of that, but yes, it, there is a little Wilburys in there. Um, I wrote that song. Many years ago, uh, there was there's a guy, a known artist named Jean Michel Basquiat. He's passed away now, but I knew him a little bit back before he got famous. And we were talking one time, and I came away with this idea: art sick, it won't get better. You know, I'm not talking about his art, but we were talking about that. Yeah. And uh, I carry I carried that idea around for years. And then last fall, as I was finishing up the Stony Hill album doing kind of the post-production work on it, the whole song just came into my head. And I sat down right away and we recorded it, and boom, there it was. You know, it's just a fun song. There's no deep meaning to it. My daughter, my 18-year-old daughter, did a great video using Sims characters, if you know Sims. Yeah. Sims, you know, uh, computer thing. And it's hysterical, the video. That'll come out later, but it's really funny. Your time, very briefly, just highlight, any quick highlight, your time with Hall & Oates and your time on Saturday Night Live, anything that comes to mind for you? Well, with Hall & Oates, the whole thing was a highlight. I mean, they're obviously the both Pennsylvania guys, you know? Yeah. When I met them, I was supposed to sort of audition, but all I did was talk to them and was going, yeah, you know, Pennsylvania, blah, 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 we're talking about stuff. Yeah, I was in. And then when I started that gig, I was getting paid $200 a week, $100 to play the guitar and $100 to drive one of the cars. (laughs) We were playing bars, man. We were playing joints. And then, boom, things hit and got huge, and they became, you know, gigantic. So that was all highlight. And then Saturday Night Live, there were so many great things that happened. Uh, My favorite was always to be able to have whoever was in town, whatever great guitar player was in town, I would invite him to sit in with the band, the camera would come up and you'd see David Gilmore, Eddie Van Halen, uh, you know, people like that. And that was always a nice surprise, I think, for people watching TV. Last question for you. Have you found the unfolding of your musical path to be kind of natural, where your skills and talents were just right to the time you were in? Or did you find yourself in situation times where you're like, I really got to grow up quick here and adapt? Definitely grow up quick. Uh, I don't think, with me, I think... Skill and talent had little to do with it. Uh, I was lucky. I came up in the bars, like I said. Uh, I knew how to play American music. And I was lucky. You know, very lucky. That's how I've always looked at my career, is that it was, it was a luck thing. 
Well, it seems like you you have the other skills that go along with it too, musical talent, but there are other things probably that come into play, like your interview with Hall Notes was more about relationship, it sounds like, conversation. So Yeah, and, and the music, you know, we had all listened to the same records growing up. I knew all those Temptations, Delphonics. I knew all those songs, you know, so we had a great time right away playing that stuff at rehearsals and just hanging out. Thank you so much for your break. time. It's a great a pleasure to meet you. Thank you, Tim. I really appreciate it. All right, G.E. Smith, former lead guitarist of Philly's own Hall Notes on the Tim DeMoss Show today. And we had Gary G. Cobb before that. So the letter G is, I guess, our unofficial letter of the day. Quick break. We'll come back and wrap up with our Now That's Punny segment. We do it every Friday. Looking forward to that in just a moment here on the Tim DeMoss Show. Uh, I'll also give you a little snippet of that Art Six song on the way uh, back into our next break, just so you can, uh, from our break, so you can hear what I was referring to in our conversation there. That's coming up too, WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL. Email D at WFIL.com. It is 4.54. Hey, Danny, how you doing? I'm great, Tim. How are you? Good. You got the puns ready in a minute? I'm always ready. Had uh, G.E. Smith, lead guitarist for Hall & Oates, uh, join us. And I just want to play a quick minute of the song Art's Sick. And I, when I, when I told, said in the interview, I thought, oh, poor Art. Who's Art? And I'm like, oh, wait, he's talking about art, like art in general, like Connie put in the wall. <laughs> so this is a fun, I said, it sounds like Traveling Wilburys. This is a fun little ditty, and uh, it's on his new album, Stony Hill. So I'm just going to play a minute of it. Folks and listen, we'll come back and do our pun segment here. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Get better. You can hang it on the wall or you can put it in a plane and fly all around the world. Yeah, all around the world. Art sick, it won't recover. A disheartening prognosis saddens every true art lover. All around the world, yeah, all around the world. There you go, just a little something that's a sample of what you'll find on the Stony Hill album. G. Smith joining us, and uh, that was the song I was referring to during the break. Now, another song that is perhaps more familiar, especially at this time of the week. Danny, it's... Now that's funny. Are you ready to roll? Because I'm not. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm not ready. You know why I'm not ready? I clear. Why? I cleared out all of the, the, the reactions from the hotkeys here in the studio, so no matter what you do, I can't play anything. That's, good job, Tim. You like that? Yeah, good job. <laughs> I love sarcasm, but I'm going to find them. <laughs> Give me a second. I found them. I found them. Okay, I'm good. Oh, good. All right, I'm ready. All right. Oh, song's still playing. Sorry. All right, now I'm ready. I promise. Why are, why are classical musicians so creative? Why are classical mish, uh, musicians so creative? I don't know. Because they think outside of the box. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, what's next? What kind of music is scary for balloons? What kind of music is scary for balloons? I never thought about it. Pop music. <laughs> That's oh, cute. No. That's cute. All right, what else you got? What do you call a bunch of strawberries playing a guitar? A bunch of strawberries playing a guitar. I don't know. A jam session. 
Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy the veal. We'll tip your waitress. Right. <laughs> All right. How, what, what else you got? Of, what kind of tea do football players drink? What kind of tea do football players drink? I don't know. A penalty. <laughs> All right. That's pretty good, actually. Go ahead. Keep going. Why didn't the dog want to play football? Why did a what? Why didn't the dog want to play football? Uh, I don't know. Why not? Because it was a boxer. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. We have time for one more. All right. What did the receiver say to the football? I don't know. Catch you later. <laughs> Ooh. I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not. But I am. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Have a great weekend. You too, Tim. All right. Great job. Thanks to all listening in. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.